What's going on? This is the Girl Talk No Chaser podcast, and I am your girl, Shauna Speaks to Inspire. And tonight, I am coming with a quick podcast, guys. I just want to give my ladies a little bit of advice. And you know what? Even the fellas, this is just basically for everybody that's out there currently dating, y'all. Brand new dating is what I'm talking about. And I want to talk about we got to stop dating a person's potential. So let's get into it. You know how it go. Let's go. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? This is the Girl Talk No Chaser podcast, and I am your girl, Shauna Speaks. You know it. Best-selling author of Queen with a Damaged Crown, certified life coach, motivational speaker, and your homie of the podcast world. What's going on, y'all, tonight? I know I'm coming on a little late, but I had to get this out of my system. So, like you, like you said, the topic is stop dating a person's potential. And we all know the definition. You know, I like to give a definitions. The definition of someone's potential is that in the future, they have the potential of being this great person that you can see a little bit in them, right? It's like you train your child. Um, how to read, how to spell, and with a lot, a lot of love and with a lot, a lot of practice and a lot, a lot of schooling and, and reading and, um, you know, bringing them into different words, they will have a potential to win a spelling bee or be the greatest speller of all times or whatever reading comprehension would get you in life, right? Because you, you're birthing them, you're, you're, you're implanting in them, you're training them. When it comes to us as adults, like my 47-year-old self, I am not looking anymore to date someone's potential. We, we were saying this when we were younger. Oh, my God, he's such a nice guy. He has so much potential. He has so much potential. He has so much drive. He has so much ambition. But you know what that is? Ambition, drive, and potential is just the, 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 the foreseeing of what it could be, not necessarily what it's going to be, not necessarily what you're going to experience. What I learned, and me and my best friend, um, we talked about this a long time ago when we realized that a lot of um, ex-boyfriends and even friends in our lives, um, after we break up, we always, some, most, most of my um, boyfriends that I've, that I've been with, we always have like a good relationship later on because it never, um, never ended bad, but it just ended. But I learned that when they come back to you and they're talking to you and now they're, they're you know, feeling comfortable enough or y'all feeling comfortable enough to um to start talking about the other person that you're dating or you in a relationship with, you know, you start hearing things like, well, we went out or we we travel or I'm here with her or I'm here with him and and we're doing this and I helped them with that or and then you start to hear the very potential of the things that you have helped this said person with and now because the full potential didn't birth in the relationship that you guys are in 
when you leave or he leaves or y'all decide to mutually separate to go on with your lives because that full potential wasn't birth, now you have to sit and listen or even witness the full potential to come to pass, to come to fruition. It's like you have the caterpillar and you're feeding the caterpillar and you're making sure the caterpillar's getting his water and, and you're making sure that, you know, it doesn't fall prey to the other birds and different other elements and animals and you keep this caterpillar. But at the, at the very um, purpose of this caterpillar, you're going to have to let the caterpillar go or you're going to see this caterpillar go to but go into a cocoon and it's called where they go through metamorphosis. And that's the, the, um, the, the scientific name of when this caterpillar turns into a beautiful butterfly. It's called metamorphosis. We are doing the same thing. We have some caterpillars in our lives that, that are around us and, 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 and they're pulling on us and they're, they're, potentially this and they could potentially that but you know you and we go you know what i'm just gonna stick by his side or i'm gonna stick by her side and you know he's been through a lot but i'm gonna hold on and then even in the potential you get a little bit of what what could be a peak of it like a preview but you never get to see the full movie come to pass you never get to see that potential like i, I make a joke but y'all, y'all would get it. Like I always say, you know, um, when something happens to me, I said, Dad, you know, I, I thought like um, we just got a raise in my job. And I used to be like, Dad, I thought I was going to be like my grandmother. Like my grandmother never got to see a black president. She knew that a black president, we would eventually have a black president one day. But she never lived to see the potential of this black president of the future come to pass. I was able to see that. Right. And other kids of in other generations were able to see a, us have a black president. So some what I'm saying is that we have to stop staying in these relationships, waiting for someone's potential. Now, let me say this. I know that some of y'all may listen to this and go, well, I held my man down and I and I did this and I did that and I held him down and we are together and he is doing fine. Yes. I'm not saying that. It never will happen, but you have to know how long is too long to hold on. Like I did a podcast last week about the young lady that was dealing with the guy for two months. He didn't prove anything to her. She held him down for 26 months in jail, sending them commissary and making sure he good and looking good in jail. Came home, had a little, you know, they had their little, probably little um, honeymoon phase and then it got bad. Started beating her. She got pregnant. He disrespected her, beat on her. And now he done moved on and she looking crazy in these streets because he had a potential. Or because what we do, ladies, is we feel like when we hold a man down that don't have what we have, it becomes a manipulation to us. And subconsciously we do this. What we do is we date the man that may have less than because you see the potential, you see the ambition. He's treating you nice. Oh, he don't, he don't got, you know, I, I like name brand bags and I like to go on, you know, first class trips, but we get in his car and we drive across, we go across country or, you know, we, we do at home stuff, but you know, I know that later on it's going to happen. So I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to push and push and push and build them up, build them up, build them up. But I'm going to say, like I said, on, on podcasts before this, men know, what they deserve from certain women. When a man is down on his luck and he know that he's not doing nothing, he's not about nothing, and then you are the one that's pushing and, and everything, he knows that he don't deserve you. 
He knows that something in you is not right, that you are you are missing something because then you start to manipulate and keep doing stuff to keep them under mind control. Right. You ever see my um 600 pound life where you where every fat person over 600 or 800 pounds got a boyfriend, a girlfriend or a wife or a husband. And my single self is sitting here and I ain't got nobody, but everybody that's big that can't do nothing for themselves has somebody there that's feeding them. That's actually calling themselves their significant other. And they are enabling them. And the person that's fat and can't get out of bed, or obese, I'm using the word obese, they are manipulating this person because this person somewhere down the line wants to feel needed. They know they're not in the, in the best place. So you know what? I'm going to sit over here and enable this person because I have some insecurities and some deficits in my life. So then what happens? As soon as this person decides that they want to um, go to doctor um, now and lose weight, and become better and healthy for themselves. And then they start doing things like before you needed me to wash your butt. Now I'm getting up and you're washing your own butt. Before you needed me to cook. Now you're up in the kitchen getting your own food. They start that power that they had. And the need is starting to diminish because this person is finding independence. And that what happens when you deal with a man or woman that has potential. And it doesn't is not being birthed for you to witness because you are helping them. You're pushing them. And then by the time they get on their feet, they're not going to need you because you are not going to be that person that they needed at that lower part of their life. And you're not going to be that person that they can get on their feet about because maybe you're out of their category or out of their league also. So they're going to date their, they, when they date you, they know that you did something wrong. So now they're going to date up or they may even date down. Because now they want to manipulate and control somebody else because they was under your control for, for dating their potential, for feeding their potential. Yes, I'm not saying that you got the guy that you're both a college college sweethearts and you're going and you're going to school and you're both making making um making strides and, and, and different goals to become whatever it is that you you want to get your degree in. And you're staying with each other and then you know you're married and have kids and you start this whole family from being childhood sweethearts or even college sweethearts. We know there's love stories out there. But what I'm saying is just know when enough is enough. I can sit up here and say that I am similar situation where I feel like it's a potential. Oh, he's a nice guy. You know, he's he's sweet. He's different than the other guys I dated. But then you start seeing yellow. I won't call them red flags because it's nothing bad. It's just cautionary things that I have to look that I'm looking at. I like to travel. He don't want to go nowhere. I'm always making, uh, making amends to this to ideas to do that. Always suggesting stuff. And he just is like, I'm dating myself. So I came on here today because I just want somebody else to realize, you know, once you get to that third month mark, and that six month mark, you should be re you should be evaluated. Like me, it's every three months for me. Like you know, the first the first couple of weeks is the dating. You're going out. You're talking on the phone. Do we have anything in common? You know, is is he making me laugh? Is she making me laugh? Um, do I like his company? Do I like her company? You know, can I wait? Can I can't wait to talk to them or be around them? Right? Then you decide to be together or or date with a purpose. So then, you know, you let that three months rock out and then you reevaluate, you know, what's his goals? Is he ambitious? Um, does it look like he's way different in a good way from from day one or month one to now we're month, you know, 90 days in? OK, 
You don't want to reevaluate the three months? Okay, go. Let's go. Let's do six months. By the time you are half a year with a person, you should see some growth. If you've been arguing or saying the same thing over and over, you're frustrating yourself. You're mad, and and this person is just happy because they just happen to be there. You're frustrating you, and it's your fault because you will see the signs. You will see the the potential. And that's all it is. Or they, or they, or they show with a representative, right? How people show up in a relationship with a representative, but the representative is not them. They just playing a part. They're not really sincere or ambitious. They're just playing one in this relationship, right? And then you're dating and you're frustrated. Now you're mad and you're yelling and you're trying to get this person to see you, see me, listen to me. I'm trying to tell you something. I'm, I've been telling you all this stuff. You're not listening. That's what we do. In relationships when we're dating someone's potential. If you know wholeheartedly that y'all got goals together and this person has their goals written down and they're and they're crushing them, they got yearly goals, monthly goals, weekly goals, and they're crushing them and they and they and they hitting them out the ballpark, then honey, by all means, stick by your man, stick by your woman. But if you were somebody that's only potentially doing what, what you keep complaining about or it's like the child that's supposed to be clean and they don't clean until the mom walks in the door. Or they're supposed to do their homework, but when they hit their mom with the key, now they want to grab their books. But they have no intentions on doing what the person needs them to do. That's when, that's what it means to date somebody's potential. All you're doing is sticking around to, for future results because they're giving you a little pre-screen of what they can potentially or can do doesn't necessarily mean that they can get it to that point. Sometimes people just, just, you know, just level out at three when you want them to be a 10 because they, they, you know, they, they know how to drive, but you could drive in a regular street, but you can't put them on a highway because they don't know how they can drive, but they're not a great driver. You need to, you need a driver next to you. That's willing to go to another state three hours in you take three. I'll take three, but this person can't get on the highway. They're scared to death. And now you end up, Driving the rest of the way. That's the same thing in a relationship. I could drive. I got a license, but but they haven't been on the highway. They haven't been in no real traffic. You know, as we say, you ain't been in that Brooklyn traffic. You ain't been in that New York traffic. You ain't been in that L.A. traffic or that Atlanta traffic. You know, that traffic is crazy. You have arrived if you have if you have conquered those those certain places in traffic. In my experience, in my perspective. But I just wanted to come on here. I didn't want to do a long, drawn-out podcast. I wanted to hit it and quit it, make it short and sweet and powerful. But I just want to tell you, ladies and gents, please do not date a person's potential. A person has to show you their worthiness just like you're showing them your worthiness. It's not about what you bring to the table, if that's what you want to say, because what I'm saying is you sh- you're both supposed to be bringing it to the table that you don't have to ask. If you got to ask a person, that means that they're not showing. You're supposed to be in that three-month realm with that relationship, seeing things happening, to know what they're bringing to the table. Financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually, whatever it is that you need, you're supposed to see that within the first three months, no more than six months in. And I'm talking about the the table, not the person, because sometimes – it, don't, it's, it takes longer than six months, but I'm trying to say is that in, within six months, you should know by then if you really want to be with this person. And before I get off here, I want to say this also. If you are with somebody and you don't have a lot of things in common 
or you're the only one that's cap, um, um, compromising and you're the only one that's suggesting and you're the only one that want to see the person and you're the only one making dates and you're the only one reaching out and you're the only one trying to talk and you're the only one that's trying to, trying to see the person and missing the person or the person is just not present. The person is just not emotionally available. Then you are dating yourself. You are dating yourself. Okay, so let's stop the bull crap. Let's get to get it together. We are in our we are in our 40s and I'm talking to my 30 plus people because the youngins, they're going to do what they want to do and they're going to have to make some mistakes. But our 30 plus and 250s, we should now should know the difference between holding on too long and when we need to let go. Okay, that's all it was. We cannot date nobody's potential no more. Not more than six months. And people got to show with themselves. Don't be dating people's representatives. because And don't tell so many people so much stuff when you're dating them. Hey, so what do you like? What you looking in the man? Oh, I like this. And he got to have this. And he got to be this tall. And he got to be this big. And he got to have this pack. And he got to make this amount. And he got to, you know, be funny. And da 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 You sitting up here telling everything. And he like, yep, got that, got that, got that. No, don't got that, but I'm going to act like I got it. I'm going I'm to act like I got it until I got her. I'm going to act like I'm that until I got him. How many men right now been with you, that is married now and you're unhappy because your wife act like she was a freak before y'all got married, doing any and everything, and now that she got you, all that stuff she used to do, she don't do no more because she showed up with a, res- a representative and it wasn't who she really was. And she think you're dumb and that you don't matter because, well, he love me now, so I don't have to do it. Wrong. But now you're stuck. You got kids. You got business. You got homes together. Now you mad. So all I want to say out here is stop dating people's potential and start dating real people. And, and when people show what they representative, you have to let it go. Okay, because dating in 2020 is way different than us dating back then. We are responsible for our own heart. We are responsible for our own lives. We are responsible for our own happiness. And at the end of the day, if we're not getting it, we have every single right to have what we desire when it comes to relationships, marriage and dating. Okay, you have to be selfish. And yes, sometimes you don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. But if a person is not showing you enough then you have to get up and walk away and say, hey, we're not for each other. You may be for somebody else, but I need a little bit more. And it's not necessarily you. It's just that you're not for me. But I guarantee there's somebody out there for you. Okay? So as always, this is your girl, Shauna Speaks to Inspire. This is the Girl Talk No Chaser podcast. Have a blessed night, y'all. And stay safe. Good night. Good night.